Hello, and welcome to the Mind Fitness Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Ursh, and my role as your mentor is to help fuel, feed, and grow your brain to enable you to live your best life. That's right, I want to help you create your life by design. As the owner of New Zealand's longest running women's gym and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies. And what I've learned is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Are you ready? Oh, today is going to be a fantastic podcast. We are starting the first of one of six human needs today, and it is all about certainty. And let's be honest, in today's environment, in our world, we are living in some crazy times, right? We are like everything. There's so much uncertainty. And if you can rock up being the calm in the storm, people are going to draw to you. They're going to flock to you. They're going to be inspired by you. You're going to help empower other people around you so that they feel more confident because right now the world is struggling. We have lots of uncertainty. Lots of people don't survive well with uncertainty. So today is a really, really important subject. Certainty, certainty, certainty. What is certainty and why do we need it? That's what we're going to cover today. And on the side note today you're going to need a pen and a piece of paper because I want you to do a little bit of a quiz you're going to be doing some homework we're going to figure out how you get your certainty need met and is it serving you right now and if it's not it's time to level up and swap it out and improve the quality of your life that's right so let's get started so let's have a recap on what is certainty so certainty is one of the first human needs that we must get met. So let's explore it. We need certainty so that we can feel safe. We also need certainty so we can avoid pain. And we want to be able to feel comfortable in our environment and in our relationships. Every one of us needs to have some sense of security and certainty, like a roof over our head, knowing where the next meal will come from, knowing how to obtain care when one is sick, knowing that a neighbor won't attack us. So those are just some basic levels of certainty. The degree to which certainty is needed or desired, however, varies from person to person. Some people feel secure living in one room and collecting the unemployment check. Others can actually feel certain only if they make a million dollars each year. Even though some certainty is necessary to all of us, what constitutes as certainty varies from individual to individual. Some of the words for certainty that you could be using or that are familiar with you are comfort, security, safety, stability, feeling grounded, even predictability and protection. If we have certainty, we can act on that certainty rather than hesitating. Certainty makes us feel good. It rewards learning and it keeps us from wasting time, thinking too much. It also impairs flexibility. 
all of us have basic needs. Not merely desires, but profound needs that underlie and motivate every choice we make. So what I want you to do now is grab a pen and a piece of paper and we're going to dive deep into certainty and how you're getting your need met for certainty right now. So we've got two options here. We've got unresourceful and we've got resourceful. So we get this need met at an unconscious level. So let's start first off with unresourceful. That just simply means it's not good for us, it's not good for others, and we focus on fear or worry. So I'm curious, where are you struggling right now? Where are you more focused on fear and worry in your life? If you think about the categories of your life, like your health and your emotional and mental well-being, maybe your relationships, your family, your friends, your mission, perhaps your experiences, your spirit, your finances, or your learning, are any of those areas in your life focused on fear or worry right now? Are they taking up or preoccupying your time? If they are, then grab that pen and piece of paper because we are going to turn your life around today and we're going to get more certainty so that you can get your certainty need met in a more resourceful way. So when you're getting your certainty need met in an unresourceful way, it looks like frustration. So I'm going to cover a few areas of what that might look like for you. So I want you just to take note of one, two, three, four, five, six things that I'm just going to read out right now. And we're just going to cover very briefly which one stands out for you. So overeating. Why does that matter? Well, I don't know if it matters so much, but I'm pretty sure that everyone on the planet can relate to this one. So when we have uncertainty going on around us, we tend to overeat. So I just want to share a story with you. When COVID first hit here in New Zealand, um, we own a women's only gym and we were at the gym and then all of a sudden we got word that we are going into lockdown and it was just like this shell, shell shock, like what does that mean? What does that mean for our members? What does that mean for our team? What does it mean for their families? What does it mean for our business? What does that mean for our roles in the business? And we had a lot of uncertainty that night. So we didn't sleep till about two, I think it was about two, three o'clock in the morning. And what was really interesting to me is the first thing I did when I heard that over the news that we were going into lockdown is I went straight to chocolate. So I went straight to sugar. So when I'm faced in, with uncertainty or I feel like things are out of my control, maybe you can relate. Me and chocolate, we're like besties at that time. And so before I ever knew what was happening, I was getting my certainty need met because something had been taken out of my control. So I was using sugar. So what do you turn to? Maybe you're more savory. Maybe you go for chips and dip. Maybe you go for donuts. Maybe you drink alcohol. Maybe you take drugs. Like maybe you have sex for certainty. Like these are all habits and behaviors that help you get your certainty need met in an unresourceful way. Now I want to share this quote with you and I'm not sure if you've heard it before, but I've loved it and it makes me laugh every time. Whenever I feel sad, I just go to my happy place. The fridge. I hope you laughed because I thought that was quite funny. 
Okay, let's move on to the second one. Number two on how to get your certainty need met in an unresourceful way. Control of others. Now, why does that matter? Mums, it matters all right. Because you like to control your children. Perhaps you like to control your partner. I teach classes, I'm a coach, and I'm a business owner. I like to control all of those arenas. I'm also married and I like to control my wife too sometimes. I also like to control my family. May have a few issues in the control department. So if you can relate, I just personally want to add here that, hey, it's not your fault that you want to control other people. You can just now turn around and say, I'm just getting my certainty need met in an unresourceful way. All right, moving through our list, we're up to number three. Hours of TV, that can also include shit flicks. Remember I call it shit flicks, right? Facebook scrolling, YouTube, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all of the socials. That also helps you get your certainty need met in an unresourceful way. Now, why does that matter? Because if there's uncertainty out there, you could be one of the people that turn to those things, like the socials. Who doesn't turn to socials? Like, I don't know about you, but I'm certainly guilty of watching Netflix. Like, by just sitting there and watching other people live their lives, it makes me feel like my life is even better. It gives me certainty. I'm the first to admit it. Number four, stuck in a rut. So maybe you can relate to this. If you can, I want you to know that you're not alone because so many of us use stuck in a rut to create certainty for ourselves. It happens at an unconscious level. So I don't want you beating yourself up about this one. This is so common and this is the one that comes up frequently with my clients along with the Facebook scrolling. Right. So if you're feeling like you're stuck in a rut right now, I want you to know we can move you out of that rut quite easily. Now, number five, obsessive compulsive behaviors. What does that look like exactly? Speaking from experience, it may look like this. When you open your pantry, all of your baked beans cans are stacked nicely. When you open your linen cupboard, you color code all of your towels. You wear the, you, in your uh, lingerie drawer, the undies must match the bras. Okay, and another one that I'm going to share with you is if I'm walking in the gym and I don't know, a weight rack. Have you seen a weight, you know, like the weights and they go from one to ten. And someone might put the five into the four. So if you're struggling with obsessive compulsive behaviors, you would not be able to walk past that without rolling your eyes, blaming someone else, or going to fix it. I'm the person that looks and, ooh, don't like it. I'm going to have to go over there. I'm going to have to change it. All right, so this can become a huge habit for people that has a huge, it has a massive impact, actually, on all areas of their life. So if you relate to this or you know somebody that has obsessive compulsive behaviors this is one of the ways that you can get your certainty need met it'll cause frustration not only for you but for other people all right and the last one is procrastination 
Do you feel that you're procrastinating at the moment? Is there things that you know that you could be doing that you're not doing? Not only are you stuck in a rut, but you're procrastinating. Are you ready for this? Procrastination could be a strategy that you play to keep you safe. It keeps you safe. It keeps you stable. It can actually make you feel grounded in an unresourceful way. Sometimes it's also predictable and your brain loves things to be simple. It doesn't like to overthink. It doesn't like to overcomplicate things. So by procrastinating, it's a normal habit for your brain that provides certainty for you. So let's have a quick recap around some of the ways that we can get our certainty need met uh, that leads us to frustration and it's being met in an unresourceful way. Number one was overeating. That can also apply to over drinking, right? Drug taking or um, sex. The other one, number two, is controlling of others. Number three is hours of TV. Hours of social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Snapchat. Number four, being stuck in a rut. That gives you a certain element of certainty. Number five, obsessive compulsive behaviors. And number six, procrastination. So the other ones that I really wanted to mention today is throwing anger tantrums. Maybe you are that person or maybe you know people that are like that. They're more reactive as opposed to proactive. So this gives them a temporary control of the situation. Anger is an unconscious choice to gain control of your state. But I need to let you know, it's not sustainable. And me and Sam were talking about this earlier today and the other one that we came up with was perfectionism yeah like extreme perfectionism so sometimes it's procrastination but in other times procrastination is actually caused by perfectionism you don't want to start something because it's not going to be perfect and light bulb moment people nothing's ever perfect it's only as good as it can be remember the saying progress over perfection every time okay so now we've looked at how we are meeting our certainty need in a unresourceful way which is leading us to frustration so if you're feeling really frustrated at the moment what I want you to do is have a think about those areas that we just discussed and on a percentage scale right now which ones relate to you or which ones do you identify with the most so just get yourself a highlighter highlight which ones are standing out for you and think ah that's me and then on a scale of one to ten well let's look at a hundred percent right what percent right now are you feeling frustrated? Because we're going to move on to fulfillment and you are now going to be able to play them off against each other. So how frustrated are you right now? And when you look at all the areas that you're getting your certainty need met, are you sitting at 40%, 50%, 60%, 90%? And what would you like it to be? So let's look at how we can feel more fulfilled and how you can get your certainty need met in a more resourceful way. What does that mean? It means it's good for us, it's good for others, and it's focused on helping us become our potential. That's right, focusing on helping us become our potential. So number one, routine. Now why does routine matter so much? 
Because as John Maxwell says, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. So if you're overeating right now and you simply just changed your overeating, which is unresourceful, to putting a routine in place, you will change frustration to fulfillment. Wake up and smell the routine, I say. So Sam, give us an example of a routine, like, you know, in the gym. Well, one thing we see at the gym is quite often people join the gym and they have, they're overeating, they're under-exercising and they're looking for change. They're fully stuck in a rut, they're um, procrastinating, they've been thinking about going to a gym for the last mm. year or six months or two years or even three years. They're spending hours and hours watching TV. Um, they're pretty much hitting all of those unresourceful certainty um things i'd love to know are you relating is this you are you relating to this right now and then you join a gym and then you get a new routine you see a trainer they organize your workout you know what days you're going to the gym you've got a plan around your food you know exactly what you're eating you now don't have the amount of time to sit on the couch watching tv because instead you go to the gym and you do your gym routine and you just have this plan rather than just allowing things to happen you have a plan and you follow it and you feel more fulfilled you have a sense of satisfaction and you get more certainty by showing up for yourself which we'll cover shortly but less frustration at an unconscious level right so if we can change this at a conscious level and bring conscious awareness around this we are going to be hand in hand with fulfillment how awesome is that okay number two organization i know you're surprised aren't you but let me let me ask you this question are you frustrated right now or fulfilled right now because if you're frustrated right now i'm going to put money on the fact that you're not organized if you're fulfilled right now i'm going to put money on the fact that you're organized so I personally like to be organized before I go to bed at night. I set out my clothes for the next day. I have my bag packed. Quite often I'll actually put my coffee cup next to the kettle upstairs. So when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what I'm wearing. I can get out of bed, get dressed, and reduce the amount of stress that I have coming into the day because I'm organized and I know what I'm doing. Whereas my wife, on the other hand, may not take part in this particular organization in the mornings. And we'll just enjoy the excitement of not knowing what's coming. <laughs> like a little bit of variety in the morning. <laughs> However, if I wanted to feel more fulfilled, the more organized I am, the more fulfilled I am. So when you're disorganized, it causes you more frustration and it actually keeps you stuck in a rut. So this might be a pattern that you can identify. So when you are feeling like you're stuck in a rut, right, I want you to think about how and where you can be more organized in your life. Do you need to be organized with your training? Do you need to be organized with your nutrition? Do you need to be organized with your shopping? Do you need to be organized with your diary, with your children, with your relationships? So if you're planning an event, you know, do you like to be organized on what you're going to do, uh, who you're going to see or what adventures you want to go and partake in? And also, I have to share this quote from Gabby Bernstein. If you, if you don't follow Gabby and you haven't read any of her books, I highly recommend them. But this is one of the quotes that I really love. Being organized is a sign of self-respect. And that means to me that I'm taking stress off me because I've got a plan. 
I'm organized. So I feel like I'm going to start my day. Like I love to know what's going to happen in my day. I love it in my diary. I love to be planned and I love to be organized because that gives me that amount of certainty. All right. Number three, backing self. You want to write this one down. You need to back yourself. Why? Why does that matter? Because when you back yourself, it builds your confidence. It also gives you certainty in a really resourceful way. And so many people don't back themselves. They invest more time and more energy into the other people than what they do to themselves. They don't think that they will survive. They don't think that they will succeed. They don't think that they're good enough. Like all of these limiting beliefs that we're brought, we're brought up with and we, we choose to believe. So when we have self-doubt, that gives us certainty which in an unresourceful way, which leaves us feeling frustrated. Remember, when you start taking care of yourself, you start feeling better. You start looking better. You start to attract better. It all starts within you. In the book, Life, the Truth and Being Free, Steve says, the most powerful relationship you will ever have is the relationship with yourself. So girl, you need to start backing yourself. Like the things that we say to ourselves, we would never say to our best friends, to our children, to our family. It just, we would not speak that way. So we need to stop the negative self-talk and back ourselves and speak to ourselves the way we would speak to our children, the way we would speak to our best friend. And we want them to be the best person they can be. And you need to be want to be the best person you can be. And so one of the challenges that we're going to give to you today is the uh, high five challenge from Mel Robbins. So if you haven't heard of Mel Robbins before, we highly recommend her book, um, the high five book. And we have a, oh, well, I have a little post-it on my mirror every morning so that I start my day being my biggest cheerleader. And it does say, good morning, sexy bitch. That's what it says. So high five myself in the mirror. And that's one way I can get certainty need met by backing myself. Do I believe it every morning? When I first started this, it was a real challenge. And it may be a challenge for you too. And backing yourself may be something that's really unfamiliar and uncomfortable for you. Trust me. If you just think about making 1% progress every single day, you're going to notice a huge difference. You're going to feel more confident, which means you're going to feel more fulfilled, which means you're going to have more certainty about who you are showing up as. Okay, let's move on to number four, Sam. Accountability. And why does that matter? Because if you're not accountable, you're not going to get stuff done. Yeah. That's why it matters. <laughs> it, it's so true, right? And as Oprah says, you will only be as successful as you can be according to the amount of accountability processes that you have in place. That's what Oprah says. So therefore, if Oprah says it, remember, it's got to be true. So I make sure for me personally that I have accountability in every arena of my life. Why? Because I want to show up more effective, more efficiently and it's just important to me that I cover certainty in a resourceful way in as many areas as possible. I used to think that it was all about me and I used to think that if I couldn't do it, I was lazy, I was useless, I was pathetic. 
Now I think, how can I make myself more accountable so that I can achieve my goals faster? What trainer can I have? What coach can I have? What expert can I hire? What books can I read? What podcasts can I listen to? I want the accountability from the people that have been there, that have done that. Accountability, for example, when, you, when you're joining a gym, so a great example from a gym perspective, is mm. people quite often they'll come to the gym, they'll sign up, they'll pay the money, and then they think, that's it, I've paid the money now, I'm going to get the results. It's going to miraculously it's going happen, to happen, right? I've joined and now that'll <laughs> be it. I'm going to suddenly be 10 kilos lighter. But it takes, it takes action. It takes constant action. And if going to a gym is not something that you normally do, it's not a normal routine for you, you're probably not going to succeed at it unless you find ways to bring accountability in. And that may, may be by having a buddy, accountability buddy. So you, you join with a friend or you might have somebody you meet at the gym and you, you, know, you hit it off and you agree to meet two or three times a week. So you're actually showing up for someone else because it's hard to show up for yourself all the time. So the accountability of having somebody to show up for means that you're going to show up because you're not going to be one of those people that don't show up for your friends. Maybe you need a personal trainer so you actually get yourself accountable. Somebody that's going to weigh you in every week. Someone's going to check on your food every week. Someone's going to make sure you're going to achieve the goals that you're after. And and what's fascinating, I guess, is you know owning a gym for as long as we have is the difference between people that gym it alone and people that uh, have a personal trainer. Mm, huge difference. It's it's a it's, massive. Difference. It's like a seventy percent difference in your actual outcome. You're 70% more likely to achieve your goal by having that amount of accountability. And that's why we also set, like with our app where you book your classes, you're creating mm. accountability. You're creating your own schedule there. So you're actually booking in your classes for the week so that you know when you need to show up. Because, you know, once you book an appointment, it's highly unlikely that you're going to be that person that just doesn't show up. You book something in, you'll be there. You'll move heaven and earth, mountains will move, you name it, to get there because you've created an appointment. You've, you've decided and you're showing up to that appointment. And as Bob Proctor says, accountability is the glue that ties commitment to the result. So if you're the type of person that is really goal-driven, if you have accountability around that, that is going to fast-track you to get to your goals. And another quote I love about accountability is accountability breeds responsibility. I'm going to say that again. Accountability breeds responsibility. So I have, I have accountability uh, every single day. Like I'm in study groups accountability. I'm in coaching group accountabilities. I have a personal trainer that um, I pay. Uh, thank you, Yvette, and thank you, Betty. Right. I also have accountability for for my own growth mindset. You know, I'm part of a uh, coaching group for um, a book of the month. I'm part of a coaching group that I meet, you know, I'm part of um, Accelerator Academy with Rob Dial. And every week we have a one-on-one -on -one in the group with Rob Dial. Um, I'm also part of an accountability coaching group with Nor Hibbert. So, you know, I have accountability around me all the time because I want to show up as the best version of myself. Am I motivated? Yes, I am. Am I driven? Yes, I am. Do I still need accountability? Hell yes. 
Of course I need accountability. And if I want to be the best in all areas of my life and have my life by design as opposed to life by default, accountability is one of the top tools that I rely on. Not only do I rely on it, it is one of my not negotiables. And if you flip it over to the unresourceful side and you're like, I don't want accountability for all this stuff because I want to watch hours of shit flicks, right? Because I want to eat more food. I don't want somebody to tell me that I can't eat. I want to be able to sit in my little rut and not take action. I want to procrastinate. Those are kind of the opposites Mm. of having the accountability because accountability is just going to help you move forward. And all those other things are just going to keep you stuck. And sometimes you are not ready to move forward because you are getting certainty met in an unresourceful way, which is what Sam just said. Procrastination provides certainty. So if you've got accountability, you're going to step out of your comfort zone and you're going to grow, which is, it's a win-win there. You're going to get certainty and you're going to grow, which of course equals fulfillment. Okay, the last one. Bring it on, Sam. Bring it home. The clutter. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Why does this matter? Yeah, it matters because your brain does not like clutter. It doesn't like to be overloaded with trivial crap. And if you're struggling with um, OCD, right, you will not handle clutter. If you, um, attention deficit disorder, you will struggle with clutter. If you are creative, you will struggle with clutter. If you're procrastinating, you will be struggling with clutter. So you need to find one area in your life or in your house right now that you need to declutter. I want you to think about an area right now. Like I'm looking at my desk right now and I'll be honest with you. I've got my glass of banana and chocolate cacao shake. I've just run my um, Ultimate You coaching group just before I started this podcast. So that was my dinner tonight. I've also got a soda stream bottle of water. I've got my hydrogen water bottle. I've got my moisturizer. I've got aircon unit. I've got a yoga block. I've got my FYB jar. I've got a sticker machine. I've got an iPad, a phone. I've got a box that is holding all of my... Um, what are these little, the post-it notes in it. I have uh, massage balls. I've got sellotape. I've got two folders. I've got four books. I've got notes uh, for my study group tomorrow morning. And I've got my ultimate you uh, book, my journal that I'm going to journal in tomorrow morning for Monday morning. And I've got a, a container full of coloring in pencils. And I've got another container full of highlighters and full of pens, mouse pad, uh oh actually I've also got a light bulb in here because on my group I didn't have enough lighting for my coaching group um and I've got some another pair of blue block glasses so that's clutter 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 what does that do it creates overwhelm and it gives you certainty so if you've got too much clutter right you're going to feel there's a need to procrastinate because it's not perfect, so you can't take action. I had to look at Sam because sometimes <laughs> I have a lot of clutter around me. And it just fills your head and you become it becomes overwhelming and Netflix starts again and overeating starts because it's too hard to take action, so let's go and eat something. Or it's too hard to start, so let's watch TV. Or, you know, or 101 excuses. So by decluttering and tidying up your space so that it's clear 
your brain is clear and then straight away you can start taking action and feeling good because remember when you're feeling fulfilled you're actually going to be feeling it's good for you it's good for others because you don't take it out on other people and it gets you focused on helping you, you to become. become your best potential so declutter get rid of your crap so our challenge to you is to find one area in your house that is really annoying you that you keep putting off and every time you walk in there it's doing your head in it may be your car it may be your office it may be the laundry it may be the kitchen it may be the garage it may be your kids room pick one office. area that a drawer it could be my desk <laughs> feel free ring me message me come and declutter my desk i'd love you forever you feel me declutter is going to create the space needed so that you can create more certainty you can become more creative you can become less about procrastination and all about taking action so remember the first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't and i'm going to leave you on this final note with clutter is a physical manifestation on unmade decisions fueled by procrastination say what that's right clutter is a physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination and if you missed it remember procrastination leads to frustration because you're getting certainty met in an unresourceful way end of story so to recap if you want to have more a more fulfilled life and get your certainty need met in a more resourceful way then you must 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 have a routine put some time and effort into making and designing a routine that's going to work for you number two sam you need to be organized mm -hmm. start creating some organization in your life start planning your day planning your clothes planning your food planning everything it's really important number three you got to start backing yourself sister because you are the bomb dot Com. Number four, you need accountability. You need to have accountability buddy. You need to have accountability coach. You need to have an accountability person. You're not going to be able to do this on your own. We need people. We are people. People need people. People need people. There we go. And then the last one is declutter. Find an area in your house that you can declutter so that you can become more creative. You can have more free thinking. You can have some space in your brain. Like how simple is that? Just one area. Even if it's the kitchen drawer. You've made it to the end. And I really want to celebrate you because... Lots of people don't want to know this stuff. Lots of people aren't invested in being the best person that they could be. And that's not you. You are the only problem you will ever have. And, 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 you are the only solution. That's what Bob Proctor says. And remember, if Bob Proctor says this, it's got to be true. So if you're the only problem that you're ever going to have, you're also the only solution. So well done to you for listening to all about how you can get your certainty need met in a more resourceful way so that you can feel more fulfilled. And if you just apply one of the changes today, like if you just change overeating for routine today, then your life is going to change for the better because you are putting your need of certainty, 
you're getting it met in a more resourceful way. And that's going to make you feel like you're in more in control of your life. You're going to have more control over certainty in a resourceful way. And when you do that, you're going to be an inspiration for other people to do exactly the same thing. You're going to get rid of the things that no longer serve you. You're going to replace them with things that serve you so that you can feel more happier, more fulfilled, and life is going to be more enjoyable. So how about you drop me a line and let me know which habit you are going to change, which area, which unresourceful current pattern, thinking or action are you going to change? Which one? Are you going to move overeating, controlling of others, hours of TV, stuck in a rut, obsessive compulsive behaviors, procrastination? Which one of those are you going to commit to changing and changing it to routine? organize, backing yourself, accountability or declutter. It's simple. It's so simple. And I really trust and believe that you're going to take action this week. So please let me know how it goes. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend or share it on the socials. And don't forget to tag me on hashtag MFM, Mind Fitness Mentor. And if nobody's told you today, remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.